0: Hey, welcome back, or I guess welcome to Living with CalVJ. I'm so glad that you're here. And lending me your ear to be an encouragement to you. Um, Yeah, so let's just get started then. So I just want to talk to you guys about, I guess, a little bit about change. For the past week or so, a week and a half, I've been considering just the ways that I've changed, even over, you know, being quarantined for some time. It's been maybe like 12 weeks in quarantine, and just having that introspective time with myself and just looking on the inside and just, you know, coming to realization who really is Gali. <laughs> and uh, I trust that all of us would have had that experience, um, I guess, whether we not we, we would have been working or not, and just doing things, you know, and biding the time, basically. But one of the things I really discovered is that I I changed a lot actually over over quarantine over COVID nineteen. I've come to realise that a lot of things that I thought were important really aren't important and a lot of things that I thought, you know, would have lasted or just even I, even the things that we thought would have lasted, you know, us in the world, thinking that because things have been going going on for so long that they are concrete or they just, you know, aren't movable, I guess. Like the, the entire world shut down because of COVID. There was no one traveling in or out of their countries besides, I guess, officials. There really was, was, we were just at a standstill. And that made me think, like a lot of times, you know, we think that because our lives are going so well, it's going so fast that we can't take it standstill time for God. And it just, it just takes things like this, opportunities like this, situations like this to make us realize that not everything that we do is so important. Not everything that we do is so, you know, set in stone, set in concrete, you know. And so this whole time I've been thinking about change after this morning, like it was on my mind, just thinking about change and how much I've actually developed as a person. Just, you know, having that time to just sit and just look within myself and asking God to show me things that he wants me to change. And show me things that he wants me to surrender to him during COVID. And now that, you know, the world is opening back up, it's like, okay, how do I now readjust and make the things that I've learned my new normal, you know? And actually, my pastor talked about this a little bit today um, in his message. He talked about, about adaptability. And I really, really enjoyed it because he had some really solid points. He talked about being curious, observant, being able to evaluate oneself even in the midst of a, a situation. Like I mean, I'm sure COVID forced forced all of us to evaluate ourselves. Like it really, you know, gave us that extra push to do those things that we would we would have been putting off because of time or because of our jobs or whatever, and things like that. And it just allowed us to like go a little bit deeper. And I just, I just think. Like, even um, even, amongst this, even in the midst of this new normal, how adaptable are we as human beings? I mean, I guess we could adapt when we're given, like, stressful situation. But what about situations where there's no stress or where there's no, nothing, like, holding us back? Or what about situations where we have to impose boundaries upon ourselves? Are we adaptable in that sense? So can we make our own boundaries to, 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 to get the results that we want? And honestly... The real truth about that is, yes, we can. But it's not on our own, not with our, our own, you know, I guess, ability or our own volition in a way. Because we have to be pushed to do those things. You know, and even that brings me back to my next point. Brings me to my next point, actually. where I was thinking about also before that, in um, the Bible study, we talked about uh, the verse in the Bible. that talked that that where the, the man comes to Jesus and asks him, Good teacher what must I do to get into heaven, basically to have eternal life? And, you know, as I read the, the, the study book that we were, being, we were being guided by, it said that Jesus answered him lovingly. He lovingly challenged him. And I was like, what? Lovingly challenged him? It doesn't sound very loving to me, What he sort of responded. And Jesus answered him saying, you know the law. You know, to honor thy father and thy mother and stuff like that. And he said, Yes, I do all those things, but What must I do, what else must I do? And Jesus said, Okay, well you lack one thing. Sell everything you have and come and follow me. And immediately the guy became very sad. Like isn't that isn't that amazing? That he lovingly challenged him in that way. And I think that that, that's a way that God lovingly challenged us. He lovingly challenges me every day. And it's like, Lord, what do you want from me? And he wants basically obedience. He wants us to be obedient. Even this, this podcast is God lovingly challenging me. Because I'm not one. I mean, I guess I wouldn't say I'm not. But I'm I'm not typically a person who would like jump on a podcast and and just like, you know, have something to say or whatever. It's just, you know, as the Lord leads me, I'm, I'm speaking. Um, But he lovingly challenged him to, you know, just leave everything and follow him. Like, how many of us do not give in to the challenges God, you know, puts it for us. Maybe challenging us to take on a new adventure, a new job, or even just challenging the way that we think, our perspective. Like how many of us do not allow God just to move in us and use us and just challenge us because we are afraid of coming out of our comfort zones. We're afraid of, of stepping out into the deep, stepping out into water and just allowing the Lord just to just to move and show us the, the, the many said study that, that, that he holds with him and the, and the many things that he could do in our lives if we just accept the challenge. How many of us just get comfortable and not let God make us uncomfortable and discomfort is not always a bad thing you know it's not always oh my gosh it's not always um you know horrible it's a it's a space to grow it literally brings you out of that place where you have to grow, you have to adapt in discomfort and maybe adjust some behaviors and times or whatever to get to a point whereas you could finally, you know, live with the discomfort or the dis ease or just the circumstance. Like you have to get to that point. We have to get to that point. And Jesus challenged him now to come out of his comfortable comfortable self. He was a rich man. He was living, you know, living lavishly, I guess. I wouldn't say lavish, but he was comfortable. And he was able to, you know, if he would just, if he were to say, I want this, he probably would get that and everything like that. But Jesus challenged him now to just let go of that life, let go of those things. And it wasn't because Jesus wanted him to be poor, but he wanted him to be completely obedient, completely obedient to what it is that he was asking really, what, what God wants from us is obedience. Like are we willing to be obedient to him? Are we willing to just allow him to move within us? Are we willing to just 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 not just lend ourselves, but give ourselves over to the Holy Spirit that he'd work in us? Are we willing to do those things? So Jesus challenged the young man and it made him sad. And that could be our reaction a lot of times you know like even when we're challenged by God like we get really sad even me I kid you not like I remember I was challenged by God to leave my job this is a very personal experience you guys I want to be as transparent as possible I was challenged by God to leave my job um, he would I just I, I come from a mission trip gone back to work and I just didn't feel at the right place anymore and I was like Lord why do I feel this way and he said your season this job is finished and i was devastated i kid you not i was like lord no 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 way no way but i fasted and prayed for three days and he said yes you have to leave the job and i say and i said um (laughs) i was really i i honestly i i felt sad about it Cause I didn't want to leave. It was a good paying job, you know, and pretty nice position or whatever. And I was like, Lord, I don't want to leave this job, but if you say so, I will leave it. And so it, it unfolded. Whereas I had, to, I ended up leaving. And honestly, from there, it's just been like, okay, God, just been saying, do this now, do that now, do this. And those things have been challenges, even after leaving that job. I didn't have like a, I guess, a stable job for quite some time, but I had lacked like nothing in between that. So I I still thank God, even through that time of my transitioning, that he was able, he provided for me. And made sure that everything I needed was covered. I'm telling you, when God challenges you, he does not He does not just leave you high and dry. Say, oh, leave your job and oh, get this new job or maybe start this new business venture or just go to school. He does not leave you high and dry when he challenges you to do these things. He didn't intend. He His, his intent never was for us to be high and dry. He And he never intends that for us. Never, ever, 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 ever. So he challenged the young man to sell his things and come up for, like, what? I just, I could just imagine. I just want you guys to just, just paint the scenario in your mind. Jesus is, you know, sitting and having a discussion with a bunch of people around him, you know, and they're just having a great time, and he's teaching them. This guy comes up, teacher, good teacher. And, you know, Jesus answers him, why do you call me good? There's only one person that's good, one that is good, and that is God. And he just, like, he legit, he just disowns, like, the flesh. Like, the flesh is not good. And he gives all glory to God in that moment. And then the man asks him, What must I do to gain eternal life? You could tell it was an earnest question, not like what the Pharisees would do because you'd always read that the Pharisees before they were, you know, asking and like they were forming little cliques or whatever to try to get at Jesus. But this young man, he really wanted to know like how to get eternal life. You could tell, you know, I just want you guys to just imagine with me. And he's in front of Jesus asking him this question. And like everyone is just like silent, like, what is this guy asking in their mind, saying these things in their mind? Just imagine this with me, you guys. Please be imaginative. And Jesus looks at him lovingly and says, you know, and he, he asks him, you know, the law, don't you You do this, you do that? You know, you're all your father and your mother. And he's like, yes, Jesus, I did these things from when I was a young man. I was from when I was a youth, I've been doing these things. And I feel like I'm on the right track. I just want to know now, what else am I missing? And Jesus looks at him, like, just smiles and say, wow. You know, like, proud of him for upholding all of these things. But he's like, you just, you're just missing one little ingredient. If you would just sell everything that you have and give it to the poor and just come and follow me. So he, like, I, I could just see his face, like, totally disappointed, like, blank stare. Like, what? What did you just say to me, Jesus? I could imagine him. But he said it in love. And a lot of times when we come to God asking God, God, what do you want me to do? God, what do you want me to study what do you want what, what kind of job do you want me to have like what do you where do you want me to go And God answers us, and we just draw blank like God, did you just say what I think you said did you did you just did you even just say what I thought you said, God, excuse me. And we just leave the presence of God super sad and like, I can't believe you just asked me that. But he did. We act, The thing is, we ask God what is it that he wants us to do? What is it that he wants us to go forward with? And he gives us the answers that he wants, that that, that that he desires for us to have. And we just draw a blank. We just get sad. And you know, the thing, the why we get sad is because we don't understand the fact that God always has plans for the best for us. That's what what the word says in Jeremiah 29 and 11. He has the best plan for us all the time. It says, For I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you hope and a future. He has the best things planned for us. So when he gives us instruction it seems... It seems kind of off the wall. It seems like God, you're crazy. I can't believe you just said that to me. He just wants us now to get to another level of obedience. He wants us now to adapt, to get to this new level and evolve past our the, the way of thinking that we had before. Evolve past our heart that the, the, the stage of our heart that we had before, you know, even the brokenness or even the things that we would have held on to he wants us to evolve past those things. That's why he challenges us. We never grow without challenge. We never grow without challenges. And that's why God, he challenges us through his word. He challenges us through even through people, even through circumstances, you know, you're, if you're on a job and you find yourself being a little bit more challenged than usual, maybe by a coworker or just someone like who doesn't really, you know, have your best interest at heart or whatever. And you see that they're being a little extra mean today, a little extra um, I'm, I'm, I'm cold is a challenge for you not to show even more love to that person. Or even if you find yourself in a situation, even if you're if you're a student, you're studying in college, um, you find yourself in a situation where maybe you know you're kind of failing or whatever. It's and now you have to bring the fruits of the Spirit out. You are faithful now in working and studying, as the Word of God says. Like it, it really challenges us now to, to to reach past ourselves and hold on to the Holy Spirit for guidance and hold on to the Holy Spirit now for 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 and reach and just tap in to so that unlimited source of power, which is the Holy Spirit, which is God. Literally, He wants us to he wants us to tap into Him, to lean into Him for strength, to lean into Him for power, to lean into Him for love, to lean into Him for, for a backbone, to lean into Him for everything we need, guidance and protection, to lean into Him. He desires that for us. But the thing is, we have a, the wrong perception of challenges. We think that it comes to destroy us. We think that it comes to break us down, we think that it comes to, you know, just tear us apart, but it comes for us to grow, it comes for us to grow, that's why he challenges us, literally, we could could recount many times in the word of God, where God challenges someone who feels like they're less than, like Gideon, for example, Gideon was challenged to lead this army, you know, into battle, and the first thing, when the angel of the Lord came to Gideon, he called him a man of valor. I could imagine Gideon looking around, looking around, like, "Excuse you! Did you just? What did you just say to me?" And you know, and it's, I'm, <laughs> I'm just seeing it in my mind's eye, you know, Gideon just um, in the field threshing wheat. And just doing, you know, the things that he does on his daily, because he's afraid now of people that are out there, basically thinking people are out to get him. And the angel of the Lord comes to him and says, you mighty man of valor, nice to meet you. And he's just awestruck because he's never been called that before. That's a challenge in itself to rise up now to your name. That's the thing. When we know ourselves, we know who we are in God, we can adapt as well. So literally the challenge now comes to comes to comes to make us know what God has already put in us, what he's buried on buried deep down in the inside of us, that we should draw it out. Even the word um in Proverbs 20 and 5, it says, Counsel in the heart of a man is like deep waters, but a man of understanding draws it out. We have to draw out now what God has put in us. And we can only do that with his help. We can only do that with his guiding, with his leading, with his, with his, with his direction. We can only do that with him. And some of us, you know, we are born knowing what we, what we want to do because God has really put that to the forefront of us. And others of us have to have to discover our purpose or our main calling in life and the things that we love and the things that we want to do. But literally, you, we cannot get into the fullness of it all and embrace the full potential that Galley or you who are listening was born with until we tap in to what God is saying about us. Until we tap into what he has already declared over us, dancing over us, rejoicing over us with songs and singing, with, singing over us with love. That's what he does. He, he sings over, over us. He dances over us. He loves us. He showers us with his love. But we can we would never embrace it, never know it, until we come into the fullness of knowing who God is. And that is where the surrender comes in. That is where the surrender comes into this challenge. Because now, when Jesus challenged the young man to lead everything and follow me, that was an act of surrender. He challenged him to surrender his life not knowing whether maybe he would be this way with Jesus, to the left or to the right, or down the road with Jesus, but just to leave his, his entire life in Jesus' hands and allow him, allow Jesus to lead him. That is where we have to place ourselves now under the subjection of Christ, allowing him now to become the Lord and Savior of our lives and allowing him to lead us To lead us into the way of the everlasting. He even says that broad is the way of destruction, but narrow is the way. Narrow is the road to heaven. So for us to be honest, not to begin the journey on the narrow road to heaven, we have to surrender to Jesus. We have to. It's an absolute must. We have to set aside everything. Give up, whether we are challenged to give up our riches or whatever it is that God has placed in your heart. Even as you're listening to this podcast, you're listening to, um, you know, what the Holy Spirit is leading me to say. As you're listening to this, this to, to just, just this audio, you know, the things that you're being challenged how to give up or to just allow, just surrender to God. Just leave it all there to Him so i just want to say a quick prayer with you guys and that um you know basically done explaining that the text i think is mark 10 or 11 you could read the entire chapter and definitely be encouraged by it as a matter of fact read mark read mark 10 and 11 to get a better context but definitely i just want let me just pray with you guys really quickly and i'm gonna thank you guys for coming Lord Jesus, we just want to thank you so much for your words, and I thank you, God, for being so good, so kind, so loving, so compassionate towards us, and challenging us, God, with your, with your your in love, Lord Jesus. So even now, God, I pray, God, for those who are listening to this podcast, that they would be challenged, God, to surrender, Lord God, to you, that they would just say, Jesus, I surrender, I want you to be Lord and Savior of my life. They would say, Lord, I leave everything behind to follow you, and I believe in you, Lord Jesus. That that they would say, God, you are Lord of my life. Be my Savior. Be my God. Be my guide. Be my direction. Be my hope. Be my joy. They would just give everything to God, even on tonight, Lord Jesus. Or even today, whatever time it is that they are listening, God, to this podcast. I just pray right now that you would touch their hearts, touch their minds, touch their spirits, touch their souls, Lord Jesus Christ. And move, God, in them and through them, Lord God. Have you way, God. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for joining this podcast. I hope that you guys are looking forward to the next episode. I pray that this was very encouraging to you. Um, but yeah, this is Living with Gallie J, and I'll see you guys next time. This podcast will be aired weekly. And if you would like to give your life to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, you can repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for my sins on the cross. I believe in you, and I confess my sins today to you. And I ask you to forgive me. You come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior today. In your name I pray. Amen.